0: What's up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of Worldly Church Girl. It's your girl, your host, Lillian Harshaw. On today's show, I have the privilege of introducing to you a comedian, an actor, the owner of Showtime Entertainment. He has his own YouTube channel. He's appeared on BET. He's won multiple awards for his comedic genius. It gives me great privilege to introduce to you the comedian, Stefan Smith. So you grew up in Danville, Illinois. In the course of your life, you moved to Memphis, Tennessee, became a successful comedian and actor, started your own entertainment company, and yes, you also have your own self-titled television show. Let's rewind the tape a little bit, shall we? What was your childhood like in Danville?
1: Uh, it was... It was fun.
0: It was fun. Uh, I grew up in church. I grew up in a coaching church.
1: So, you know how that is. You know, we got to go to church all the time. So, uh, you know, we stayed in church. Uh, but it was fun. Childhood was fun. I'm second to the oldest. Uh, but it, it was fun. Get a chance to play to brothers and sisters and, you know, everybody in the neighborhood. and play. I played sports and stuff like that growing up. Uh, so I was pretty busy uh, as a young child. Growing up, you know, involved with sports and church and doing a lot of different things with that, and being a class clown on top of all that. <laughs> so that kind of helped developing what I'm doing today.
0: So do you think that's when you realized you was a comedian in school? No,
1: not really. I didn't think about it in school, because I just I was just always a, a funny person and a people person until about 18 years ago uh, while I was smiling. I, I got into acting through that, through uh, my mentor who got me started. She was uh, named Irma Johnson. She was doing a stage play. Uh, here in Memphis, and um, and she asked me, you know, to be a part of it, and uh, I told her, yeah, so when I started doing the play and doing rehearsals, she was like, man, you so naturally funny. Would, would you be interested in doing comedy? If you would. I'll show you how to do it, and, you know, you can do it. I think you'd be good, and, you know, and it went on and went on from there, and I told her, yeah, so she showed me the ropes and how to do everything and how to, taught me how to work crowds and just gave me a lot of good pointers. and here I am, 18 years later, you know, Able to do it full time now.
0: So, why did you decide to do, out of all comedy genres, Christian comedy?
1: Well, I I was doing you know, a lot of secular, which was adult comedy, so I, I was kind of doing both. And I just decided over the years, as I got older, uh, you know, that a lot of people didn't want to hear a lot of cussing and stuff. You know, they want to hear clean stuff. So I just slowly started going into Uh, the area of doing clean comedy. And then once I started doing that, um, a lot of churches started booking me. So I just started doing, you know, a lot of the Christian comedy, but I would still do a lot of secular comedy, but keep my comedy clean uh, at the same time. So, but I get a lot of people that um, call me a Christian comedian uh, because I do a lot of churches and I do a lot of Christian events, you know, and I don't mind that because that's what I'm doing at the time. Uh, But I just tell everybody that I'm a comedian for everybody. Because uh, I don't like to limit myself or put myself in a box, uh, but I do do a lot of churches for all types of churches, all denominations. So, uh, and, I, and I love doing churches. So that's like my main, um, as you can say, my main clients uh,
0: mm-hmm. that
1: book me. That book me is a lot of churches and church type events. Um, you know, so I'm I'm comfortable with that. You know, I have fun with it because I, but we growing up in Cody church. Um, I have a whole lot of stuff I can talk about. And even when I do secular things, I always mix in church some kind of way because that's my root, because I just want people to know how my faith in God is, because a lot of people that come to a lot of secular shows, they do go to church. So if I kind of sneak something in that's going with the flow of the show that I'm doing, then they kind of understand it. And do you remember your first jump? Ooh, no i don't i really don't it was so long ago that was 18 (laughs) years ago i i really don't because a lot of my shows when i first get on stage i i mess with people i used to mess with people a lot um you know so i probably was messing with somebody to kind of warm the crowd up i really don't know exactly what the first joke was um and I probably had something to do with me growing up getting whoopers. I, I probably know. <laughs> and, and how how the black family would whoop you different from the white family. So that's probably one of the first things I talk about. Uh, that's probably one of the first things I I talked about in the show. And Lord
0: knows we can sure relate to that because my God, oh, yes. oh, my yes. my mama's from Tennessee, so you yeah. know she she believed in that good old fashioned go get oh, yeah. go get go get the switch.
1: Exactly. I say that all the time. We had to go get our own switch. And, I mean, and not them and not them short ones, them long ones that had the thorns on them. We had to bring yes. them, yeah, about two or three of them. And, you know, and so. your whooping
0: got worse if you try to bring something small. Oh, you're trying to be funny.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, And it got even worse if, if, if you tried to run. Who you tell it? Yeah, so and, the switches we got, they were so long when they hit you, just wrapped around your legs, you couldn't move or go nowhere.
0: Right, and I remember when we the group whooping, and after it was all over, you would sit there and compare whelps, like who.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I remember the group whoopers going up. I remember, I remember when we we was there
0: watching somebody else get a whooping, we was quiet too. We were, we didn't get hit yet. <laughs> we was clocking along with them. Right, I was always trying to push to be the last one because by that time they tired. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not my mom and dad, boy. They had
0: energy for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) So, what do you enjoy most about being a comedian?
1: Just seeing the smile on people's faces, you know, especially with a lot going on right now. I just love to see people smiling, people having fun, enjoying life. And that that makes the show easier for me. And it makes me feel good knowing people are enjoying what I'm doing on stage and they're laughing. they get the jokes and nobody's getting offended you know by anything because now you have to so-called try to be uh politically correct you know which I don't care I'm going to say what I'm going to say anyway and either you to deal with it or you are not so but I tell people you know you know when I start my show don't get offended by anything I say cuz it's just comedy you know right. I, I take real life situations and different things and I have fun with it and I, and I add a little stuff to it Tell them, don't come to a comedy show if you're not ready to laugh. Why you come there frowning all up, looking crazy when you know that's what you're coming, you know, to a show for anyway. So,
0: what is your thought on how comedians are getting so much like flack for their jokes, and they want comedians to be politically correct, if you will, versus letting comedy be what it is It's comedy? Right. You know,
1: people are so sensitive about different subjects that you can't. Something you can joke about a long time ago, you can't hardly joke about it now because somebody would get offended and think that you that you're being mean when you know it's just it's just jokes. It's how you say them, you know. Now somebody's saying a joke to you to try to degrade you. That's a different story. But if people are talking about something that's everybody knows about what's going on, you know, why would you you know get upset about that? You know, it's like some people with the churches they don't like a lot of comedians coming to churches, but they will laugh at the pastor all day long.
0: It's the same, <laughs> same thing, you mm-hmm. know, but
1: you just got a comedian do it. Or if you want to, if you talk about gay people in a different kind of way, people think you homophobic or they think you're just down to them. But you're just talking about funny stories that your friends may have did, that you may have that way or somebody in your family is that way, but somebody's always going to get offended because nowadays you can't hardly say anything. About certain subjects like that because people would get mad and think that you're, you know, you're, you're a phobia. You'd have a phobia for that. Now, back in the day, even TV shows joked about all that stuff back in the That's day. That's right. But you, can't, but you can't do it now because people would get mad and get offended because everybody wants to, you know, be corrected. Don't nobody want to get offended. But I don't care. I, I say what I'm going to say, and I just tell people from the jump, look, you know, I'm going to talk about stuff that everybody talk about, but I'm going to have fun with it. You know, if you don't like it, you know, pray for me later. You'll be all
0: right. And the funny thing is, is is like the same people that are upset with you are the same people that will go buy a movie ticket and watch the exact same thing.
1: Exactly. It's like, it's a double standard, but I don't worry about it. And a lot of my other uh, celebrity comedian friends, the people that I talk to, they're like, man, just keep doing you, man. You know, people gonna be who they are. You just keep doing it, you know, and, and like I said, if, when you come into a comedy show, there's no telling what the comedian's going to say, but if you come to a comedy show, you know it's a comedy show. It's jokes. You know, right. it's jokes, and that's all it is. It's jokes, and having fun. There's nothing degrading about anything, unless you can tell the comedian that got mad at somebody on stage and then start going off on them. but if they just telling jokes about a story that happened, and somebody just, you know, happened to be bald-headed, or Somebody might have to be funny or something like that, you know. Like on SJ, he's a, a favorite comedian of mine. You know, he talks about his handicapped brother all the time. Yes, he does. So, but you'll get people get mad because you're talking thinking that he's making fun of handicapped people, but he's not. He's talking about his own brother mm-hmm. and funny stuff that his brother do because he's handicapped. That's funny. So you know, mm-hmm. you understand when it you know when it's a joke and when somebody's actually making fun of, of that person.
0: Now, you do a lot of different characters, too, on your act. Which one is your favorite character?
1: Uh, well, my favorite character is this preacher character that I do
0: named Reverend uh 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 And the reason, uh-uh. I, uh-uh. And the reason <laughs> I
1: named him uh uh-uh uh is because he dresses real crazy. Like, Brown you be doing with Medea. hmm and, uh, and the first thing people say when I come out on Save the Apple, they say, Uh-U. That. <laughs> so that's why I came up with that name. Because the first thing you gonna see any time you see somebody do something crazy or look or do something crazy, what's the first thing you say? You're like? Oh, oh, that. mm-hmm. So that's why I came up with that name, and uh, and I butcher a lot of sermons and songs and prayers, and I do healing time and all kind of stuff uh in in my show with that character, and, and it's pretty fun. A lot of people I love, especially churches. They always have me come back and uh and bring that character with them because when I come out with that outfit on, they be like. Lord have mercy, what you got on. It's crazy. So, But I had fun doing it,
0: though. Tell us about your company, uh, Showtime Entertainment. Uh, It's an entertainment company.
1: I pretty much uh, put together shows. I put together showcases uh, for a lot of independent artists, uh, whether they was uh, rapping at the time or R&B or either gospel, uh, jazz, any type of artist, I used to put showcases together and just have them come and perform. And I also help people. Uh, put shows together, and then I also have my own Gospel Musical award show that I produce and put together every year for independent artists as well. So that's pretty much what I do with my entertainment company as well as uh, put my comedy shows together uh, and things like that. So that's pretty much what I, what I do with my company.
0: Okay, and what about, uh, you have a TV show that's named after you. Yes, Stephon the
1: Stephen Smith-, Smith show. Yeah, the yeah what's Smith that about? It's a TV show uh, where I bring a lot of different artists, of all genres, uh, businesses, pastors, leaders, uh, business owners, uh, different people that are doing a lot of different things, community leaders. I just bring them on the show. Uh, it's a 30 minute show that I do, and it's featuring them all by themselves. And uh, and I just interview them uh, and let them talk about what they got going on. If they are artists, I get them two songs to perform in a 15 minute interview. Uh, and I have it's complete with commercial breaks, a live audience, uh, everything. Uh, right Mm -hmm. now so I I took a break with that I'm going to start it back up later on in the fall with all this stuff going on right now so uh, but they can go to YouTube on the Stephon Smith TV show on YouTube and they can look up my first two seasons that I did and look at the episodes uh, that I have on there and uh, I got a complete intro song and outro song and uh, all that stuff on there 30 minute episodes and all the artists are on there by themselves I don't have like two or three artists on the show every artist has their own show on own okay. episode uh, on the show. So that's what I do. And my radio show was the same, the Stepan Smith show that was uh, on the radio. And I'm actually getting ready to start that back on a podcast next month. Uh, so people could be looking out for that uh, pretty soon. I'll be making an announcement on my page about that in the next uh, coming weeks.
0: Okay. Now, you also won a whole lot of awards. Which yes, one ma'am. shocked you the most?
1: Uh, the one that I was in a few years ago with my mentor, Irma. Me and her was in the same category uh, at this award show uh, called the Mackenzie Awards. And we was in the category for Best Comedian, comedian of the Year. And uh, and I actually won. And I was shocked because I just knew that she was going to win it because of who <laughs> she is right. and her status. But, but I ended up winning and the first person that come to me and hugged me and tell me congratulations was her. And that meant, uh, that meant a whole lot to me. She told me she was proud of me. She told me just keep going, keep doing what I'm doing. And, you know, she said, hey, you know, this is what it's all about. I say, look, I owe everything to you because if it wasn't for you, you know, believing in me and showing me what to do, I wouldn't be this far to even win this award in the same category as you. So that meant a lot to me. And that was the most shocking when I won uh, in that category. I think that was like 2015, I believe
0: wow i yes, bet ma'am. that this i bet that did shake you to to it to did. win over I mean, your mentor man. i mean man yeah because i i sat there for about 30 seconds with my
1: mouth <laughs> wide open when they called my name they had to keep telling me i was like no it can't be it can't be and i i just knew it was gonna be her you know because right. you know who she was you know and her status her celebrity name but i won i was like my goodness! Thank you, thank you,
0: Lord. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Almost now, had a tick. <laughs> not almost.
1: <laughs> almost. I caught it before it came down. I caught it. I caught you blinked, it. You blinked it back in. <laughs> yeah, I blinked it back in. I my. I took my head back and it went went back inside.
0: <laughs> now, if you could open up for anyone, who would it be, and why?
1: If I could open up for anybody, it would be my all-time favorite comedian, Steve Harvey, because I love his style of comedy because um, it's similar to mine, uh, except I don't do all the cuts do. he do. You know, I, I we dress alike. Uh, our careers are a lot similar. Uh, I host a lot of shows just like he do. Uh, I kind of got started late in the game like he did. I've been through a lot of stuff that he's been through in his career to get where he's at. And, you know, and I just can relate to him uh, with what he's doing. And like I said, I dress like him a lot. A lot of people call me the Steve Harvey King Clean Comedy because <laughs> of my style. And like him, he'll talk about whatever he feels like talking about, and I'm the same way. And I'm like, you know, oh, well, if you don't like it, oh, well, I'm going to talk about it. Right. You know, because I, I like to talk about stuff that people kind of scared to talk about. You know, mm-hmm. and that's the way he is. So if I can open up and do something with anybody, that would be him. But that, that's my reasons why and it's on my bucket list uh to meet him
0: now with everything going on today like the pandemic and the um, black lives matter movement how are you and your family doing during all this oh we're we're good we're blessed we can't complain
1: uh you know god is still providing you know, my wife's still working uh, we're both essential workers um you know but a lot of my shows have been pushed back that was on this year and be pushed back to the lower the end of the year because of what's going on so uh but you know everything is, is, is starting to come back uh, but god has been blessing and keeping us uh keeping us afloat uh so you know i can't complain about that i just get, get god the glory for everything right now
0: now what advice would you give someone who's feeling a little overwhelmed with, with all this that's going on right now in the world today what advice would you give them
1: i would tell them just hold on keep the faith and pray you know and take this time to reflect on yourself and and uh break out with any and start you know work work on some things you know and that's what we you know was doing with this time off as well we we getting ready to start a couple uh little businesses uh that we're going to announce uh, pretty soon so this time that we had off kind of gave us some time to really just sit back and reflect what we want to do because you can't now you can't take for granted uh people having jobs and things like that because anything can happen. Like this pandemic now, you can lose your job and you get to have something to fall back on. Right. You know, so excited uh, why this stuff was off, even though we're still able um, to work, um, you know, to try to put some of our plans uh together. Because uh, I started doing a couple of side gigs after a lot of my shows got canceled, because that's all I do. That's mm-hmm. all I do is comedy. And once a lot of my shows got canceled, pushed back. I said, man, I got to find something else to do until these shows come. So I started a couple little side gigs uh, to get, you know, some income coming in. So I was blessed to be able to, you know, get, get a couple things going. And uh, so I just tell people, work on your plan while you can, you know, while this time is, uh, you know, is limited. And just when it comes, if they get back together, you'll be good to go. And you can still keep going with your plan as well as getting back to your job. There's nothing
0: wrong with having multiple streams of income. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> now, how can people contact you? Uh,
1: they can contact me on Facebook under Comedian Stephon Smith. That's my regular page and my fan page. Or they
0: can email me, uh, Smith
1: at gmail.com or if they're interested in booking me for a show, they can go to my website, uh, and they can book me through there or they can call me. My number is nationwide. It's 901-273-4039. And also my website, Uh, I have products on there, I have my DVD on there, I have T-shirts, I have posters, Uh, I have hats, I have my company T-shirts, and my company hats, and I just got in as well, so uh, they can go in there and purchase my DVD that I have out called Laughter's Good for the Soul. I also filmed a new one called Laughter's Good for the Soul, too, hashtag Touch them Lord, which I'm going to probably release this year, uh, later on this year, I was supposed to release it last year, uh, but I had to get a lot of editing and things done that I wanted to do. Then with this pandemic, it, it kind of pushed a lot of things back. So I'm going to re- uh, release it later on this year, or I may just uh, redo it again uh, later on this year, uh, maybe close to my birthday, which is in October. Uh, so they can get my DVDs. It's all clean stuff, no custom on the DVDs. So uh, everything is on my website, comedians.com.
0: And they need to get that DVD because I saw your stuff on YouTube and you're hilarious. Uh, Thank you, thank you. You have have no sense whatsoever. (laughs) No, I I, I really don't. And and once you see me live, you really gonna think
1: I ain't got no sense. That's just the video. But watch me live. I'm really, I'm really ignorant. I'm really But I'll definitely make sure that you get a copy
0: of my DVD. Oh, thank you.
1: I'm gonna send you one. I'm gonna send you one this week.
0: That's what's up. Thank you, sir. Now I got one last question. You ready? Yes, ma'am. If you could have any theme song be your song when you walked into a room, what would it be and why? It would probably be
1: "Outstanding" by The Gap Band because that's how I feel that I am. Come on, now. I'm outstanding. Come on I, feel now. Like, I feel like I'm outstanding in life and outstanding on the stage, and I'm an outstanding comedian. And that that's one of my favorite songs because I'm an old school. That would be my song. And actually, that song used to be the intro to my
0: radio show.
1: When they heard that song come on, they knew my show was coming on.
0: Man, you want to make me go get some skates and put them on. Do you hear me? Yeah. I did. <laughs> <laughs> They don't know nothing
1: about that. <laughs> they don't They're too young. If they, yeah. if they ain't
0: 35, they don't know nothing about it. Nah, they really don't. 49. Nah, not a clue. Okay. Well, I really enjoyed you. You're, yes, you, ma'am. Are, Thank you. You are good. You are really good.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. I enjoyed it as well.
0: Thank you, Stefan, for being on my show you are hilarious you are a comedic genius and i can't wait to see how god blesses you and if you would like to be on broly church girl click the link below shoot me an email and let's see what we could do with that thing you need to go ahead and subscribe there's shows you miss you gotta go back and listen to and there's shows coming up you don't want to miss And as always, thanks for joining your one and only worldly church girl.